Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday and how we got here today? There was lots of underwear. There was. And there was soiled underwear. There was. I mean, you know, he kept making them hide and then then that was ruined and, and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it, it was all this, like, thing to show how they are not doing good things and that shit's gonna hit the fan and they should stop worshiping idols and it's the same goddamn fucking message we've been hearing over and over and over again in Jeremiah so far. I mean, to be fair, we never heard it compared to underwear, though. We didn't. No, that was new. That was new. That was completely new. Yes. yes. Underwear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and was, that wine was a bottles one. and crashing skulls. Yeah, because, you know, God's going to come, come get them. Yeah. He's going to get you. Yeah. Yep. I, so anyway, that was Jeremiah chapter 13. Correct. Which means that today we're reading... Jeremiah chapter 14. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. So let's hop into Jeremiah chapter 14. Okay. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah concerning the droughts. Mm, droughts. Now we're, we're moving beyond um, war. This now now he's going to punish him with drought. Well, yes and no. Um, this obviously occurred during a time of either sustained drought or right. repeated drought, and yeah. that was a thing that happened there and then. Yeah, so, still does. I think right. You know, it's a very arid right you know, area. So it's not that he was specifically causing the drought as a punishment. He's just saying so. This is happening. Right. Right. And a drought is is at the same time. Yes. And um, I think we've mentioned before that the irony is that the reason that these people were going to their idols to worship other gods was because shit um, wasn't good. Well, particularly the balls that they were looking for were um, weather gods for agriculture. Right. So they were on purpose looking to these other gods for like rain and stuff for their farming. Yeah. So. Perfectly understandable. Yeah. I mean, you know, within... They're like, the weather sucks. My farm is dry. I need some rain. And I've been told by my neighbor or by other prophets or what the fuck ever that this is a rain god. Why would I not? Yeah. So, yeah. So that that was happening. Right. So this is what God said to Jeremiah with regard to the droughts. Okay. Judah mourns and her gates languish. They mourn for the land and the cry of Jerusalem has gone up. Their nobles have sent their lads for water. They went to the cisterns and found no water. They returned with their vessels empty. Mm. They were ashamed and confounded and covered their heads. Wait, 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 wait. They were ashamed that they couldn't bring water? It's not their fucking fault there's no water. Well, it's making it sound like um what i think what's happening is that god is telling jeremiah that they were ashamed that they couldn't find water because they weren't praying hard enough to the right god oh okay so i think that they're putting an amount of shame on them that they probably didn't feel right but yeah i, if I they, don't understand that feeling like no and it's something that people talk about today too like with regard to you know, if things are going wrong, it's your fucking fault. It's your fault because yeah. you didn't pray hard enough. You didn't worship God hard enough or right. whatever, right? Right. It becomes your fault. We t- we kind of touched on this the other night. Yeah. But I, I can't understand that mentality. I can't either. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I own my mistakes and I um, sing my own praises. Right, so right. there you yeah. go. Yeah. Anyway, God is speaking, because the ground is parched, for there was no rain in the land, the plowmen were ashamed. They covered their heads. 
Yes, the deer also gave birth in the field, but left because there was no grass. <laughs> and the wild donkeys stood in the desolate heights. They sniffed at the wind like jackals. Their eyes failed because there was no grass. Mm. So what they're saying is your sins are so bad and what you're doing is so awful that um, it's, it's not only impacting you, it's impacting the wildlife around you. Right. And right. and you're supposed to feel like ultra shitty instead of just selfishly shitty. Right. See, see how you not worshiping God correctly makes all the animals and all the things die? Right. Because God's a dick. Yeah. Well, and here's my thing. Oh, all of a sudden they give a shit about the climate, huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like only only when it means that you got to pray harder. Otherwise, they don't give two shits about the fucking climate. Right. Right. As we see today. Yeah. They have zero problem fucking up the animal, you know, chain, food chain and all that. Like whatever. Kill all the animals. God gave them to us to kill. Fuck right. Them. Right. Okay, so now Jeremiah is talking again, and he's like, oh, this sucks. He goes, oh, Lord, though our iniquities testify against us, do it for your name's sake, for our backslidings are many. We have sinned against you. Oh, the hope of Israel, his Savior, in time of trouble, why should you be like a stranger in the land and like a traveler who turns aside to tarry for a night? Interesting. Sounds like Jeremiah is pleading he is. with God here a little he bit. Is. So. He, he was told specifically, don't pray for those fucks. Yeah. And Jeremiah's like, but I got to. Right. But like he has, he doesn't have a good track record for this. Like he was right. literally sending people, right. he was sending God against his enemies before. Yeah. And he's kind of been. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Jeremiah wants to have his cake and eat it too. On a personal level, when it's just like specific people coming at him, he's like, kill that fuck, that fuck, that fuck, and that fuck. Right. right? But then when it's just like Israel as a whole, he's like, but don't kill all the various fucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so but like, he's also had his fair share of saying that they deserve it. Right. Like he's also kind of, you know. But now it's getting closer to the moment. And he's like, just kidding. You well, because he's in the mix, you know, yeah. like he's he's part. He's he started there. to see it, so and he has to deal with it himself. Probably, like yeah. either there's going to be people coming at him with war, yeah. or he's got to deal with drought. But these things are right there in front of him, and he's right. like, uh, and if he believes in God, he's saying, "Well, I don't want these things." And I mean, obviously, can't you just forgive them, God? Right? They know not what they do he, or whatever. It's it. So this means that this guy, this human, uh -huh. this prophet, yeah. Is more forgiving than the God. Yes, that is correct. You read that correctly. I'm just saying. Like, people like to talk about this forgiving, wonderful, you know, benevolent God uh -huh. that exists. Uh -huh. And that is absolute crap. Because what I've been reading is a dickhead mm -hmm. who fucking gets bent out of shape over some petty bullshit. Yeah. And punishes all of his people as much as he humanly can. <laughs> or godly can whatever humanly Fuck, you know. I'll, I'll take what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so anyway jeremiah continues why should you be like a man astonished like a mighty one who cannot save yet you O lord are in our midst and we are called by your name do not leave us well i mean i i think okay. that i think that god's gonna leave him that's what i, I mean, think he's, he's left him before and he said he's gonna yeah and he doesn't seem to have a problem with this, leaving you guys. Right, so. right. Thus says the Lord to this people, 
So this is God speaking again. Sure. Thus they have loved to wander. They have not restrained their feet. Therefore the Lord does not accept them. Says the guy who sent them through fucking 40 years of walking and wandering in the goddamn desert. Right. But now what he's saying is that the path that they are walking is not one that he chose for them. The walking that they're doing is on um, the the wrong path, the path of evil. No, right. All you know, right. Yeah, it's yeah. a metaphorical path. All right. He will remember their iniquity now and punish their sins because he's a dick. <laughs> so now Jeremiah is saying, then the Lord said to me. And so now we're back at the Lord. Okay. Okay. Do not pray for this people for their good. When they fast, I will not hear their cry. And when they offer burnt offering and grain offering, I will not accept them. But I will consume them by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. So he's he's fine with them giving these things, but he's not going to listen to them. So they're going to give up yeah. their, their hard-earned whatevers. Yeah. And he's still going to kill them. Yep. That's yep. exciting for them. Right? Yeah. Like, okay, I think I learned my lesson. Right? And the lesson that I learned is God's a dick. Don't bother. You know, I guess the, the, the moral of the story really is that if you kill enough people, eventually the only people left are the ones that are going to believe in you. Right. So. Right. <laughs> then I, Jeremiah, said, oh, Lord God, behold, the prophets say to them, you shall not see the sword. Nor shall you have famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. So there are false prophets running around saying mm. the exact opposite. And but, we've talked about this before, too. Again, how, are you how do they know, to know which who one the is correct which? fucking prophets are? Right, exactly. And the Lord said to me, the prophets prophecy lies in my name. I have not sent them, commanded them, nor spoken to them. They prophecy to you a false vision divination, a worthless thing, and the deceit of their heart. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, whom I did not send and who say sword and famine shall not be in this land. By sword and famine, those prophets shall be consumed and the people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out in the streets of Jer Jerusalem because of the famine and the sword. They will have no one to bury them nor them, nor their wives, their sons, nor their daughters, for I will pour their wickedness on them. Says Jeremiah, the fucking prophet. I mean, I, this is what God is saying to Jeremiah. Right, right. To Jeremiah. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's what they're still relying on yeah. Jeremiah to tell them that this is the correct way. Yeah. And this is the, like, these are the correct things. He's like, I try to ask him, but he's like, no, you're still going to die anyway. I mean, why shouldn't we, we, why shouldn't they be listening to Mikey down the street or fucking. Who's giving them you know, the good news. Sammy of, up, the, up the hill, you know, I mean, yeah. like they, they sound like they're. Exactly the same. They're all kooks. They're people talking like they, they are representing God. Yeah. I don't understand how God can expect anybody, right. anybody, to distinguish between one prophet versus another prophet. Right. You don't. It's not like you're putting a, a physical mark on this person saying, "This is the one I touched. This yeah. is the one that's got the real message." No, you're just expecting them to distinguish the correct message based on. I, I don't even know what. Right. I, I don't. I, I can't. I, I really don't know. I don't either. I I don't get how you're supposed to guess. Yeah. And and that's what it is. You are just supposed to guess. And you know, if it's up to me, I'm always going to guess wrong. So well, And I and I think that it boils down to like that what they're trying to say is that they should know based on the things that they're saying, right? So like if they're saying that it's okay to bring 
your idols into the temple or your it's okay to have your Asherah poles. Obviously, they're speaking falsely, right? Right, sure. Um, but again, I don't I don't think he's been real forceful with the general populace of Israel well, with regard to these yeah. things because they obviously have not they're discarded not a, them. They're not afraid at all. Right. So my question is, should they know what the original words were? Who's telling them the original words? And how are those original words holding up against what they're being told now? Right. Like, oh, no, that's an old religion. That doesn't, we don't believe that anymore. Rules are only enforceable if they are understood universally. Right. You know, like right. you can't enforce rules that are are one, if there's multiple versions literally out in the world, like if, if one in four people have a different version of the rules than the other three-fourths of the people then you can't enforce those fucking rules. Right. It, it doesn't work. It's like a Christian telling an atheist, well, you're going to burn in hell. That holds no fear because I don't believe in that. Right. So well, imagine, your or else has, has no impact. Imagine if one in four people thought that a red light meant go. Exactly. You know, like, how does that work out? It doesn't yeah. fucking work. It doesn't work. At all. Yeah. Yeah. That would that would be tragedy. Yeah, yes. I'm just <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like you cannot have people thinking one thing versus another thing, you yeah. know? Like that doesn't that's it's not going to work out. And Jeremiah is telling us that people all thought different rules applied. Yeah. yeah. Like he's literally telling us nobody knows even what to think. And the reason we're hearing from prophets is because like Jeremiah, like Isaiah is because they are the ones that hypothetically God is talking to. Right. You know, the legitimately, according to the Bible, these are the legitimate prophets. But they're, they have said in both books that there are other prophets saying right. different things. And we don't, they didn't write down theirs. So Maybe they did, but they, they might they have ended up in a fucking trash heap or burnt. They you know, didn't I, make I don't it know. through history. So right, we don't yeah. get to know what the other prophets were actually saying. Well, and, and, and another thing that comes to mind with me is that, you know, with the, the northern tribes, right, they worshipped differently mm -hmm. than the southern tribes did. Yes. And they, they had they had idols. They had yeah. the, the golden cow or whatever, right? Yeah. And so they... But, they but it was still that, a version of Yahweh. Yes. You and know? they thought that they were doing correctly based on how they understood God's word. Right. And the only reason that's not the actual interpretation that we have today is because those people didn't survive. Right. They, they died off. They got killed. They got conquered. They... They got swallowed up by other cultures. Yeah. That yeah, and it, and it it's the same thing with the 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 person who wins the wars gets to make history. Like that's that's what the history, history books are gonna show. By the winners. Yes, sorry, thank yes. you. Yeah, that's yes. what I was trying to say. But uh it, it's the same thing, and that's what yeah. religion is. It's it's a it's a book written by the fucking winners. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Because religion is war. Yeah. Well, I mean it's a big part of it, for sure. Yeah. Therefore, you shall say this word to them. Let my eyes flow with tears night and day, and let them not cease. This is Jeremiah talking. Okay. okay. Yeah. For the virgin daughter of my people has been broken with a mighty stroke, with a very severe blow. I don't think that your people are a virgin daughter. If you're saying that they were walking around worshiping other idols and gods. Right. Right? Like, literally God equated that to whoredom. Yeah, yeah. That makes 
the Israelites not a virgin daughter. Right. Well, I maybe they're speaking of a of an idealistic version that God wants to happen. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Okay. The 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 way that God wants to see it. Except his that people. they have never been that way through history. Right. Like that's yeah. why there's we're... literally been no point in this Bible where it's been a yeah, they're awesome this month. Right. You know, like they, they did a good job. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they there's been times where God has come around, but it's usually after he wiped out ninety percent of the fucking people. Right, exactly. So. If I go out to the field, then behold, those slain with the sword. And if I enter the city, then behold, those sick from famine. Yes, both prophet and priest go about in a land they do not know. Have you utterly rejected Judah? Has your soul loathed Zion? So this is Jeremiah now talking to God. Mm, okay. Has your soul loathed Zion? Why have you stricken us so that there is no healing for us? We looked for peace, but there was no good. And for the time of healing, and there was trouble. We acknowledge, O Lord, our wickedness and the iniquity of our fathers, for we have sinned against you. So he's trying to like um, admit and repent for the people sure. to God. Sure. And it's funny to me, though, but like a lot of the major players in the Bible see these tragedies happening and they question God. Right. Like early yeah. on, that was not even a, a remote thing that you would even want to even think about doing. Right. Right. Back in like the. Although Moses did argue with him a little bit. Some, Yeah. But Moses was like a. He's one of the big players. Right. Yeah. He was he was he's fucking Moses. I right. Know. And and that was that was. We worried about him at the time. Yeah. And, and and really, he didn't make it into the promised land. That's true. So, I mean, that like, there's, true. you know, he, he still got pay the price. Not, not specifically for that, but for, you know, other things. And that probably didn't help his case. <laughs> right. You know, so. God's like, I hold a grudge. Right. A long grudge. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that time on a Thursday when you questioned me? But they they are a lot more free with the questioning lately. Yeah. And I find that very interesting because. A lot of the times when they are questioning, we're like, it's some of the same questions that we have. Uh-huh. Why is this fucking God such a dick? Right. And that, that's essentially what they're saying. Yeah. Why are you being such a dick? Mm-hmm. And the truth is there's not really a good answer. Never, ever a good there's, answer. There's never a good answer for killing fuck tons of people. He's like, because I am. And we're like, oh, yeah, your name is I am. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, that tracks. Right. So Jeremiah's praying to God, do not abhor us for your name's sake. Do not disgrace the throne of your glory. That is a big statement to me. Yeah, yeah. Remember, do not break your covenant with us. Are there any among the idols of the nations that can cause rain? Or can the heavens give showers? Are you not he, O Lord, our God? Therefore, we will wait for you since you have made all these. The end. Hmm. I mean, if I didn't know better, it almost sounds like Jeremiah is questioning God's uh, supremacy. Yeah. He's like, I thought you were great. Yeah. You're so great. You can't just forgive us and stop the bullshit. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 actually I mean, the way it wrapped up. It's almost kind of an interesting chapter. It is. (laughs) Almost. It's one of the more interesting chapters of Jeremiah that we've read so far. 14 chapters in. No, I, I like it when they are examining their own fate. In, in this book, because yes. again, like I, like I just got done saying, but it it's some of the same stuff that we would ask, you know, like why is this happening? What is why would this why would this happen? Like right. you know, I, 
and it, it seems like easy questions to, to come up with, right? Right, right. But oftentimes in the books, they don't come up with those questions, and they're just going on about the God shit and the God shit and the God shit over and over and over again, right? Yeah. yeah. But every once in a while, every once in a while, they say something real. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right. You I, might, I'm, you, I'm, I like that. That's You might have been a person. Right, yeah. <laughs> I will allow that questioning. Yeah. All else is stupid. Yeah. So um, before we wrap this up, I got one thing I want to mention. Okay. Um, we had our live Discord last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't mention it then because we were just, we were doing our live. Yeah. But um, in the midst of our live Discord last night, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Erica, so thank you, Erica. Oh, yeah. Um, created a bingo game for Sacrilegious Discourse. Oh, my God. It's, it's so fucking great. Cool. It's so cool, you guys. Yeah, it is. It's a little bit better if you do the live. Because like Because there's some stuff on there specifically for the live. But, oh, my God. So, like, if you attend on Tuesdays, you'll know every single one of those squares, why they are the way they are. Yeah. And if you could only just... I mean, I, I just have to kind of revel in this for just a moment. because. We are just two, you know, people sitting at a dining room table in our recording, pajamas, recording a podcast, you yeah. know, but to sit there last night on our live podcast and see everybody rattle off all the things that are sacrilegious discourse that are husband and wife. Yeah. Was absolutely incredible. It was so I mean, amazing. it was, we were, we, I, I can't tell you how much that made our, our day a week, whatever, you yeah. know, like it was, it was fantastic. I had to send it out to all my friends today and be like, look what our, some of yeah, our listeners yeah. made for us. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. And and Erica was the one that put it together. But really, everybody that was on the live last night contributed to it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, everybody that was on that live last night. And thank you to all of our fans always for just being listeners to support us to, you know, everything. You guys are so cool. You guys are like the coolest audience ever, honestly. You're just a bunch of fun people yeah yeah but um i I did want to mention i think we're gonna try to make that bingo game a staple of our lives because yeah it's great yeah someone did bring up drinking like making it a drinking game and you you get drunk so fast and someone was like well let's add uh let's add um cussing Um, (laughs) someone else was like no we'd be blackout drunk before the fucking podcast even started that's true because i always start with sure the fuck is which is one of the uh squares in the game if you know what i mean so yeah all right well anyway that i just had to mention that before we we signed off here today which leads us to also say you should really be joining us on tuesday nights in the discord yeah they are at 10 eastern and on Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. So much fun. Yeah. So much fun. They really guys. are. They really are. And you don't have to have any special Discord knowledge to be there. You don't Just... even have to be listening current up to speed. No. Like... No. Actually, a lot of the people that are on our Discord, I think, don't even listen on a on an every night basis. Like, they aren't up to date necessarily. Like, some of them are listening from the beginning, so they're not at all caught up. Some of them are kind of hit and miss. There's a few, I think, that, like, just listen to the weekly once in a while, which is, you know, like, five or six episodes all in one. Right. So, you know, it's a a mixed crowd, and it's just a lot of fun. We we talk trash. we, We sometimes dissect a current event, or we just tease each other and joke around about the bullshit that we just read. And if you know anything about YA novels, 
we need some help. So you know, you should hop on the, the, the live and help us out. Oh my God. I'm going to punch you in the wiener. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> All right, guys. That was Jeremiah chapter 14. Sure as fuck was. Which means that we'll be back tomorrow with... Jeremiah chapter 15. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 